Like, so there, there's the stress and anxiety of that. And then no, being in court, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth about it. Like I'm petty. I like to fight. (laughs) I can do that. But I also, I'm like, I can't stand any of the people here. Like, like truly like deep in my soul, like deep (laughs) in my being. And (laughs) I'm like. I really don't fuck with it Mm -hmm. and I don't have respect for it. And, you know, so when you, my friend puts it as like, I'm, I'm living every day with really intense cognitive dissonance. And I'm like, yes. Yes. And that's like, for me, where, yeah, for me, that's where like the burnout comes from. It's like, my brain is like processing all of these things at once. Well, I process it and then it's like malfunctions. It's like, no, it's not. It's like, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah. It's that's like, how a, I imagine it happening in my brain. Yeah. For <laughs> me, I'm like, it's a computer and it's just like running all the time and doing all these different things all the time and processing all this information all the time. And then like it dies within like a year, which is <laughs> like kind of what happened to my laptop. <laughs> and I had to go get it just fixed. And I'm I was sure. like, yeah, I was working from home on it for like the past few years. You know what I mean? Wow. Hmm. All right, so I <laughs> just just get into like, the <laughs> like. Oh. So let's get into board and roll. Feels relevant. <laughs> it really does. Well, I don't want to depress people when they think about how hard we work too much. <laughs> <laughs> they need to know. They, they need to know because you know I go on these little panels and people are all excited about universal representation and all this other stuff, and I'm like, you need to not get it twisted, okay? Like, really, you're you're talking from a place of truly deep ignorance because of the fact that you're like not you're just like on an outside looking in and you're not in the weeds of doing this but anyway I digress (laughs) (laughs) all right so we read border and rule which is Harsha Walia's most recent book and I'll just start off by giving a little summary of it it breaks down how quote modern racialized expansionist nation states have always seen immigrants as environmental threat to its existence and she puts in a lot of specific historical facts like how the original border patrol was recruited from the kkk and the texas rangers the mass sterilization of migrant women in california for three decades etc etc and how this very idea of quote foreign invaders actually erases the violent settler colonial history that led to the drawing of these borders in the first place and the interconnectedness of the imperialist nation states that perfect border militarization techniques abroad later to then be imported at home and used to police black and brown indigenous people of color here. And she also gives a lot of examples of that, like border patrol patrolling in Afghanistan but also policing Black neighborhoods post-Katrina and then quelling protests in Portland two summers ago. And this idea of, you know, immigrants coming in as foreign invaders also erases the imperialist interventions that are actually the root cause of migration. Like Stuart Hall says, we're here because you were there. While he explains how the border relies on and recreates the racist tropes within the spaces they establish. She critiques both liberals and conservatives in how they ignore the root causes of migration, and she shares a pathway for how to create a world where no one is illegal and no one is excluded. Okay, a cr- what a great summary. Yeah, <laughs> okay, go thank on. you. <laughs> I'm like, damn. I'm like, 
<laughs> what one of the critical things this book does is tie border and immigration enforcement to anti-black slavery. Can you make those connections for us now and explain how Walia did that in her book? I can try. I can do my best. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like people just need to read it. And I know some people like consider it like a difficult, I, I've spoken to some people who are like, oh, it's a really intense read. And it is. Yeah. In terms of like, like jargon. In terms of like jargon, in terms of, I mean, from what I understand, jargon and also just like content, like it's drawing a lot of connections. Yeah. yeah. And like the For way sure. that Harsha writes, is really like to the point you know what I mean but like yeah to be to the point and like talking about these really intense and complicated or rather like complex things that have happened and analysis like that means each sentence is like packing a punch in my opinion and a good I way. agree and no yeah so it's like I've, I've known a number of people who are like still reading it I took some time to read it I really think that the way that it's written in terms of like they're being short to me they're like short essays so it's like yeah mm-hmm. it's like reading an article at a time or yeah. you can approach yeah. it that way but anyway to actually like answer your question as to how it connects to anti-black slavery i mean one of the things that she talks about is the fact that people were and please feel free to correct me if i'm misremembering something because i might be but she talks about the fact that like CUP or like white supremacist groups were actually going into Mexico as well to get mm-hmm. people who had escaped chattel slavery, black people and like recapturing them mm-hmm. and making them slaves. So even from the beginning before there was this border that we know of today, people were already connecting border enforcement or like immigration enforcement with chattel slavery. Yeah. Right. I mean, what else would you say was like kind of like the first thing that you took away from tying it to chattel slavery? Like that's what I think of. Hello, Gatrimbona listeners. That was a preview of the Season 5 Lit Review with Sofia Gurule, where we discuss Border and Rule by Harsha Walia. If you'd like to hear the rest of the episode, then you can become a Patreon for 5 or $10 a month to support me and the podcast. If you would like to support the podcast but can't do so right now monetarily, another great way to support the podcast is to leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts, which I know for most of you is Apple Podcasts. Uh, Thank you to whoever left the rating last week. I appreciate it and encourage everyone to quickly give a rating and review and share why you like Radio Cachimbona. You can also continue to have the conversation with me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Radio Cachimbona. I love to have to continue the conversation there and let me like, you know what you think about Harshwalia and Border and Rule. Thanks, y'all.